0: Welcome to Episode 39 of Season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Alice Faye was an actress and singer who got her start in films in the 1930s, working for 20th Century Fox in such movies as On the Avenue and Alexander's Ragtime Band. One of her most famous songs is You'll Never Know from the film Hello, Frisco, Hello in 1943. In 1941, she married bandleader Phil Harris, and they started a family. In order to focus more time on her husband and children, Faye ended her movie career and focused on radio with her husband. Harris was a regular on the Jack Benny program for 16 years, and they used his fame and experience in radio to get their own show, The Fitch Bandwagon, in 1946. By 1948, it became a strictly situation comedy and was renamed The Phil Harris-Alice Fay Show, although Faye continued to sing songs on each episode. In its early years, the show was ranked in the top ten radio programs in America. It also provided Faye with a balance between working and enough time to be at home and raise her family, since the show only required her to be present for a rehearsal and then the live broadcast for each episode. The show ended in 1954, and Faye and Harris continued doing projects together for many years. In 1974, Faye returned to Broadway for the first time in 43 years in Good News, she remained married to Harris for 54 years until his death in 1995. She died three years later, aged 83. Now sit back and enjoy the October 24, 1948 broadcast of the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show.
2: Good health to all from Rexall. Yes, it's Sunday. Time for the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. Presented by the makers of Rexall drug products and your Rexall family druggist.
1: Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist, taking a little time from behind the prescription counter this Sunday evening to speak for all 10,000 of us. The 10,000 druggists who have added the word Rexall to our own store names. You can always tell us by the orange and blue Rexall signs in our windows. The sign means that we carry the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. They range all the way from aspirin to penicillin, and they're as fine and pure and dependable as science can make them. We recommend them to our customers because we know you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Good health to all from Rexall.
2: And now your Rexall family druggist brings you The Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Gail Gordon, Walter Scharf and his music, yours truly, Bill Foreman, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. Like most housewives... Alice is concerned about the high cost of living. It's been bothering her for some time, and this morning she's decided to
1: broach the subject to Phil.
3: Phil, can I talk to you a minute? It's about the household bills, and I Honey,
1: please. I have no time for things like bills. I'm a musician. (laughs) An artist, honey, an artist. My mind is filled with nothing but music. Now, if you'll excuse me, I want to listen to this record.
3: What's the name of it?
1: The Warsaw Concerto by Shostakovich.
3: You're going to listen to that?
1: Certainly, and if I like the tune, I'm going to sing it on the program
3: next week. That ought to be different. Now, look, Phil, I've got to talk to you about these bills. We're spending too much, and it's all your fault. You're too extravagant. Look at this pile of bills from Saks Fifth Avenue, John Fredericks, Hattie Carnegie. Whoops! I <laughs> picked up my pile by mistake. Uh-huh.
1: And I'm extravagant.
3: Well, you are. Look at these bills. Custom-made suits, hand-painted ties, imported shoes, suede shirts, All right, suede- all
1: right. Watch your blood pressure. Take it easy now. Picking on me. How about this bill? for manicures, $15 for finger waves, and $20 for facials, massages, cold creams, and lotions. Are you going to find fault with this one?
3: No, no. Those items are necessities.
1: Well, I'm glad you feel that way. Being in the public eye, I need all them things. (laughs) Besides, I'm not the only one that's extravagant. Look at these household bills. Look at this one from the grocer. Why do we need all these imported cheeses and fancy canned stuff?
3: Well, you won't eat anything else. <laughs>
1: oh. Well, how about this butcher, Bill? Why do we have to have steaks, chops, and prime ribs all the time?
3: That's all you'll eat.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, how about this $40 milk, Bill, and let's see you tie that one on to me.
3: Well, there's no point in arguing William suggested we cut down on meat As our business manager, he feels we can save money there In fact, he's out right now doing the shopping for us Oh, well, he's doing the shopping Uh
1: (laughs) Fine, ain't that ducking? I could just see him raising Mary Ned Because the price of Dutch cleanser's gone up a halfpenny (laughs) Look, Alice, I'll tell you one thing. You'd better come home with steaks, because Frankie and the boys in the band are coming over for dinner tomorrow night, and they'll be expecting those nice, juicy steaks I always serve. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Good
4: morning, Philip.
1: Well, if it ain't Bargain Boy Faye, the scourge of Safeway.
5: How did you
4: make out, William? I got everything you need for tomorrow night, and I... Oh, it was quite a load to carry. I'm all it out.
1: <laughs> we'll give Grandma your basket, Little Red Riding Hood. Come on, Willie, open the sacks. Let me see those steaks you got for tomorrow night. My mouth is watering for some of those oh, good old... Philip, ol-
4: I didn't get steaks. I got something much more delicious. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> something better than steaks, huh? What are we having?
4: Creamed codfish balls. Cream,
1: <laughs> Cream cod Willie, please don't say things like that. You know I'm a musician and I just got up. I'm in a weakened condition.
4: <laughs> Cream cod. Philip, the cuts of steak you like cost a dollar fifty cents a pound. Much too expensive. Now the menu i prepared for tomorrow night is excellent. Cream codfish balls are wonderful. They're inexpensive, nutritious, and positively delicious.
1: Thank you, Prudence Penny. <laughs> now get lost, Elroy. What are you trying to do? Poison my friends with you arranging the dinner? How can it possibly be a success? It
4: will be a success, Philip. It will. I guarantee that after a few cocktails there. I don't and... care
1: what. Cocktails. <laughs> Brother William, you may return to the fold. <laughs> All is forgiven. Well, hey, are you sure you got enough to drink for all of us? Definitely,
4: Philip. I got two whole gallons of sauerkraut juice.
1: Is it cold?
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sauerkraut juice?
4: Yes. Isn't it an ideal combination?
1: Oh, Dad, Dad. <laughs> Yes, indeedy I can't wait to dunk a codfish ball Into a puddle of sauerkraut
5: Really,
4: Philip I don't know why you're making all this fuss Alice, do you see anything wrong With a combination of sauerkraut juice And cream codfish Oh, please,
3: please, Willie I feel a little faint myself (laughs) Thanks for your help, brother But I'll take over from here
4: Alice, I'll just carry it into the kitchen for you. Uh, Shall I leave it on the table or shall I put it in the refrigerator?
3: Just throw it on the floor. (laughs) Maybe
1: the cat will get at it. Willie, Frankie and the guys are coming over for steak and now... Come in! Frankie, I don't mind. He's like one of the family. He don't come over just for what he gets to eat. Ah, hello, Frankie. What time do we eat, Curly? (laughs) Frankie, the dinner isn't until tomorrow night Oh Well, in that case, I'd better take off this napkin I could have sworn that you said tonight was the dinner All right, all right, come on in You can have dinner with us tonight, too That's real nice of you, Curly Frankie, look, I'm glad you came over Something's got me awful upset and, Well, you're the only one I can talk to Seems like you're the only friend I got who will listen to me Yeah, what time did you say we're going to eat? <laughs> I didn't say. I told you that it's still three hours until dinner. You're a little over-anxious, aren't you? Of course not. I didn't come over here just to eat. Then put away the knife and fork. (laughs) Look, Remley, I got some bad news for you. Yeah? We're not having steak tomorrow night. I hope you don't mind, kid. No, that's okay, Curly. I ain't particular. I'll eat anything. If I can't have steak, I'll eat something else. What are we going to have? Cream codfish ball. Frankie, come back here. <laughs> now, come on inside.
2: All right, but if you ever say a thing like that to me again, I'll punch you right in the nose.
1: Close that door and come on in. <laughs> you ought to know very well it ain't my fault. Willie says that we're spending too much money on meat and he's going to arrange the menu. Willie, that's square. Suppose that means we're not going to have any drinks before dinner. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes, sir. We're going to have cocktails. Good. What kind? Well, we're going to have... Excuse me. What are you doing? I got to bolt the door before I lay this one on (laughs) you. Frankie? We're going to have sauerkraut juice before the codfish balls (laughs) Sauerkraut juice and cod (laughs) Curling (laughs) What? I hate you (laughs) I want steak Stop thinking of yourself all the time Alice says steak costs her a dollar and a half a pound, and we can't afford it all the time. There you are. That's the trouble with women. They don't know how to shop. Why should she pay a buck and a half? Curly, why don't you do the shopping? You can buy in quantity like a guy I know. He bought a whole steer, and he got it for 30 cents a pound. He had it cut up and packaged, and he brought 30 it... 30 cents a pound. That's all. Yeah. 30 cents. That's all. Hey, I could show Alice. With a whole steer, I could have steak every day Sure Hey, wait a minute Hey, what does a steer weigh? Pretty big, Curling It weigh about a (laughs) hundred (laughs) pounds About a hundred, huh? Cost you about thirty bucks for the whole thing If you want one, I know a guy who's got a ranch And I can get it for you You can? Uh Uh-huh Hey, look, Frankie, I'm gonna buy one Look, I can't leave now You go over and buy it for me Get the best meat he's got Have it cut up into steaks And charge it to me Okay, Curly I'll take care of everything Good Now you buy the meat And let me know As soon as you consummate the deal Okay uh...
2: Consummate? What's he expect me to get? Soup meat? Soup <laughs> meat
1: Gee, I wonder why Frankie hasn't called yet. He's been gone two hours. Oh, man, I can't wait to get that meat in the refrigerator. Just think, a 100 pounds of nice, thick, juicy steaks, all cut up and neatly packaged. And Hey, I bet that's Frankie now. Oh, I can't wait to sink my teeth into those ever-loving fillets. Hiya, Curly. Hiya, Frankie. Well, did you buy my meat? Yeah, I got it with me. Already? Wow. Well, don't just stand there. Bring it in. Okay. Come on, bossy. Frankie, what have you got there? Your meat. Beautiful hunk of bovine, ain't it? But I didn't want it that way. I wanted it all wrapped up so I could put it in the refrigerator. Okay, get a piece of paper and we'll wrap them up. <laughs> Frankie, I thought we were going to have it butchered and all cut up. Oh, this guy's just a rancher. He doesn't butcher it. Uh, Curly, it cost a little more than I expected. Instead of 30, it cost 40 cents a pound. 30, 40, 30. What the difference? <laughs> all right. I don't mind that. Certainly it's all right. 40 cents a pound for 100 pounds is only... Curling? <laughs> what? Weighs a little more, too. <laughs> How much? 1,100 pounds Eleven, huh? Remley, why do you do these things to me? I never done nothing to you I never kicked your grandmother I never did nothing to you What are you getting there? excited about? What are you oh, getting excited about? Instead of 30 bucks It's costing you a measly $440 wow. <laughs> Besides that, you got enough meat here for two years Still cheaper than a dollar and a half a pound Oh, I guess you're right But what am I going to do with this animated bull Durham sign? (laughs) Eat it Eat it Eat it Fine Yeah, eat it It's fine I can just see him walking around the dining room table And everybody takes a bite as he goes (laughs) Eat it Please, Curly, let's not be ubiquitous (laughs) Naturally, we slaughter the animal first Let's take him in the kitchen and get started (laughs) Frankie, we can't bring that thing in the kitchen Well, why not? Alice is a little eccentric She don't like to have strange steers running around the house (laughs) Antisocial, huh? (laughs) It's none of my business, Curly, but at times, your wife is inclined to be difficult. What's the matter with her, anyway? Well, you know how women are. She's just... Oh, shut up! You go! <laughs> <laughs> Why, if Alice ever saw what I bought, she'd think that I'm completely Bill! off... Phil, who rang the bell before? Hey, it's Alice. Quick, Frankie. Now, leave that steer on the porch and come on in and shut the door. Hurry up. Okay. Now, not a word to Alice. She must not know that you've Phil. got... Phil,
3: Phil, did someone come... Ca- Oh, hello, Frankie. Hi,
1: Alice. Say, you look very well.
3: Well, the same to you. Oh. <laughs> what kind of a greeting is that, Frankie? I, I, I. Who, who's that stomping out on our porch, Phil? Who?
1: Oh, that's up. Uh, oh, oh, honey, oh. it's my lady harpist. <laughs>
3: Is she wearing army shoes? What is she doing out on the porch? Who brought her over? Your wife's
1: a nosy little blonde. Ain't she? Quiet, will you? Keep quiet a minute. Alice, listen to me. Now, the lady harpist came over to rehearse, and, um, well, she... She didn't want to disturb us, so she's practicing outside.
3: Well, I must admit, she's playing it much better this week. <laughs> Bill Harris, I'm going to see who's out on that porch myself. Alice, I wouldn't go out there for... I'm going to see... For heaven's sake! Oh, Something Phil. wrong, Alice? Oh, Phil, Phil Harris, what is that horrible monster you've got out there? Oh. Huh? Oh, honey,
1: it... Oh, oh, it's just a steer. What? I bought it to save money on meat. Look, now this way, it only costs 40 cents a pound, and we'll have enough meat for two years. Yeah, come on, Curly, let's take it in the kitchen, cut it up into steaks, and put it in the
2: refrigerator. No, no,
3: no, wait a minute. Don't you take that thing into my kitchen. If you want it slaughtered, take it over to the butcher.
1: Okay, we'll take it over to the market Come on, Curly All right Hey What? Hey, Remley How are we going to get him over there? Same way I brought him over to your house Hey, taxi (laughs) Frankie, you brought the steer over here in a taxi? I had to The streetcar was too crowded Cut that (laughs) out! Which reminds me, Curly you owe me twenty-eight seventy-five for taxi fare. All right, all right, you'll get it. It's only a half a mile to the market. We'll walk it over. All right. Come on, bossy. See you later, Alice.
3: Come so on, fellas. Gee, I'm a lucky girl. It isn't every husband who brings his wife a live steer. No. <laughs> oh. East is east and west is west, and the wrong one I have chose. Let's go where I'll keep on wearing those frills and flowers and buttons and bows and rings and things and buttons and bows. Don't bury me in this prairie, take me where the cement grows. Let's move down to some big town where they love a gal by the cut of her clothes and I'll stand out in buttons and we we'll love you in buckskin or skirts that you've homespun Oh, but I'll love you longer, stronger where your friends don't tote to a gun My bones denounce the buckboard bounce and the cactus hurts my toes Let's ban moose where gals keep using those silks and satins and linen that shows And I'm all yours in buttons and bows Cause the city's where I feel at home And not the lone prairie My bones denounce The buckboard bounce And the cactus hurts my toes Let's bear moose Where gals keep using Those silks and satins And linen that's yours And I'm all yours In buttons and bows Give me eastern trimmings Where women are women In high silk clothes And peekaboo clothes And French perfume And rocks the room, and, and I'm all gone. Buttons and
1: bowls. Hey, Remley, we're blocking traffic. Can't you get this rump roast to move a little faster? <laughs> Maybe if you got off and pushed it, it'd help. <laughs> hey, Curly, look, we're at the market already. Already, he says. Already. Hmm? It's taking us two hours to go a half a mile. Now let's get off and take him over to Meet Market. I hope nobody sees us with this. Hey, Mr. Harris. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Julius. Hi, kid.
6: Good to see you, Mr. Remley. <laughs> you too, Mrs. Remley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What are you, wise guy? Mrs. Remley?
5: It's possible.
6: (laughs) I've seen you out with stranger looking things than that. All
1: right, all right, you two. Break it up. Let's break it up. Hey, kid. Where's the butcher that owns this meat market?
5: He's at the market across the street
6: Buying lamb chops for his wife
1: He buys his meat across the street?
6: Yeah, he can't afford to buy it here <laughs> What do you want with him?
1: I want him to slaughter the stair.
6: So, you're leaving Rexall And going on the meat eat meat business, huh? <laughs> Smart move, Mr. Harris. You'll make an excellent butcher.
1: Wait a minute. I ain't leaving Rexall and I ain't going in the neat business either.
5: <laughs>
1: I knew all the time he wasn't that old. meat. business.
5: <laughs>
1: I'm not going in no meat business. I wouldn't know how to butcher anything.
5: I
6: heard your program last Sunday and I begged to differ with you. <laughs> But you can't slaughter it for you. You got to have that done by the packing company downtown.
1: Downtown? How are we going to get them downtown?
6: I'll rent you my delivery truck. All it'll cost you is 20 bucks.
1: 20 bucks? Hey, Remley, this thing is adding up. Well, we got to have the truck. Here's your 20, kid.
6: Hey, he's actually got the dough. <laughs> you must have got your allowance for Miss Faye.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did not get no allowance from Miss Faye. And don't worry, there's plenty more where that came from. So long, kid.
6: Uh, wait a minute. There's something stamped on this money.
1: There is? What does it say?
6: This $20 bill was stolen from the place of Alice Faye.
1: Stop it! <laughs> hey, Remley, let's get out that packing house. We don't slaughter cattle for individuals, as a rule, Mr. Harris, but I guess we can accommodate you this time. Oh, gee. Thanks, mister. I'll take the steer.
5: Gee.
1: Kind of... Kind of hate to see him go. I've become sort of attached to him. Stop Stop. slobbering. (laughs) Go on, bossy. Go with the man. Go
5: on
1: Oh, go on, will you? This ain't no attitude to take The man ain't gonna hurt you Oh, Frankie, how can you lie to the animal like that? (laughs) Let me talk to him Bossy I know, I know, I know, I know how you feel (laughs) But, but that's life Horns up, old boy <laughs> you, 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 You've just got to face these things And, and, and be brave <laughs> Mr. Harris Are you related to this steer? <laughs> of course I'm not related It just, just breaks my heart to have, you, to have you slaughter them And cut them up Would you rather take him to a mortician and have him laid out? For crying out loud, let the man take him. Come on, boy. You gentlemen wait here. I'll have him ready for you soon. Well, Mr. Harris, your steer has been slaughtered and cleaned. That will be $55, please. $55? But I... Oh, well, I guess it's worth it. I still have 1,100 pounds of prime beef. Not exactly. (laughs) You realize in slaughtering, there's a little waste. Oh, sure, of course. Certainly. (laughs) I expected that. (laughs) Uh, What does it weigh now? 600 pounds. (laughs) Six? Put it away 1,100. What happened to the rest of it? Well, in cleaning, there's a shrinkage. What did you use, a cheap dry-cleaning fluid? <laughs> this thing is now costing me 80 cents a pound. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That, that's still less than a buck and a half, Curling. We'll take our meat, mister. Like this? Don't you want it dressed? No, we'll eat it nude. <laughs> but you can't eat it like this. You have to have it dressed. All right. Oh, that's okay, mister. That's all right. Now, we'll... How much does that cost? Wait! Whisper it to me. Lay it on me lightly. Well, it shouldn't be too much. We can have it dressed for you for uh, $85. Hey, who's going to dress it, Adrian? <laughs> we'll take it to the Star Outfitting Company. They do a cheaper job. Quiet. <laughs> hey, I'll leave the man alone. Look, mister, go ahead and dress it and cut it. Anything, just so I get my steaks and chops. Steaks and chops? Don't you want any other cut of the Look, mister, please, don't argue with me. I don't feel too good. Will you just get me my steaks and chops? If that's what you want, very well. Well, Mr. Harris, your steaks and chops are all cut and packaged for you. Thank goodness. Come on, Frankie, let's get the 600 pounds on the truck before we... Right. Um, hmm? Um, mister... Uh, we do have 600 pounds, don't we? Not exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, how much? 100 pounds. Oh. You only wanted steaks and chops, you know. But only 100 pounds. I told you, steer weight only 100 pounds. I told will you keep <laughs> Look, mister, let's forget the whole thing. Glue my steer together and I'll take him home, will (laughs) you? Remley, you got me into all this. Buy a steer, save money, 30 cents a pound, enough for two years. Look, I never want to see you again. Mister, give me my meat, I'll take it. Like this? Oh! Oh, I know I'm a sucker for asking, but what now? Well, for this much meat, you'll have to have it quick frozen. You'll need a locker. And for only $120 a year, we can let you have one of our best lockers. A locker yet. Look, I just want to eat this steer. I don't want him to join a country club. <laughs> I know he's a pedigreed steer, but do we, does he have to be a social butterfly? But, Mr. Harris... All right, all right. I'm too weak to argue. I'm trying to save money, and now these steaks are costing me over $7.50 a pound. Remley, this is all your fault. My fault? I can't help it if you pay black market prices for me.
5: <laughs> you know
1: something? If I wasn't you sick, I'd punch you right in the nose. It's guys like I... you that cause inflation. Me. You At brought time the steak. like this, it's up there. You brought a citizen. steer in we my house. To keep you coming all over. Kill. I need you meat like to I need into a into whole this day. Guy what are you find? to tell me. Oh, my poor head. I'm so sick.
3: Now, now, take it easy, honey. He'll be all right,
1: won't he, doctor?
2: Yes, he just suffered a shock to his nervous system, resulting in a slight case of high blood pressure. Mm. All he needs is rest, fresh air, and lots of
1: nourishment. Nourishment? Well, cost me a fortune, but at least it wasn't wasted. I got a 100 pounds of meat to help build me up. Uh, Mr. Harris, one other thing. Yes? No meat for six months. (laughs)
2: tune to this station for the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy show which follows immediately.
0: This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. Be sure to tune in next time my friends for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for